You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. How's it going, fellas? Hey. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Good. It feels awesome. like it's been longer than usual. Man, have we gotten so big that we don't even inter- need to introduce ourselves as the Beat Bodega <laughs> podcast? Is that who we are now? No, I have that intro thing that... You know um, who I am. I don't have to say who I am. <laughs> Apparently, I'm Emma Diaz. You're Emma Diaz. All right. You can change that, or do you keep that for her school? Yeah, because she uses this computer for school. Oh, okay. So right. I got my own other computer, but I, I'm, I, I, I can set up all my gear to that one, but I've been lazy. No, that's fine. Well, it's, a, it's a constant shout out to Emma Diaz. Yeah, man. She's always with me. Never forget, this is who you do this for. That's exactly. right. Exactly. All right. <clears throat> So how was everybody's new year? Everybody had a good time? Yeah, man. It was it was cool just, you know, working and, uh, you know. I went through a bottle of bourbon. I forgot what bottle I tried this. Well, not by myself. That's that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> damn, it was uh, Noah's Mill. That's Actually, good. really good. Yeah, that is a good one. That is a good really bottle. good fucking bourbon. I, 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 I like it so far. Um, that's sure, been sure. my top one. So shout out to Noah's Mill in case they're Noah's looking to sponsor. For, <laughs> they're based out of Kentucky. In case they're looking to sponsor a podcast. Well, guys, I yeah. went through four hard seltzers and woo. Talk you, about you got my over New Year's. <laughs> no. You get you you got my meme about seltzers. Yeah, you're responsible for this impending apocalypse that's going to happen. Well, don't blame me. Blame Funky Buddha. But and white <laughs> collar. What was it? White claw. White Claw. White Claw, man. That you was which the, is, the onset of the apocalypse. You know, <laughs> you know which one's really good? The, um, the High Noon one. And it's it's more like a vodka. It's not like a... And they have like a peach flavor. The, the, right? problem, is you're, the, the problem is you're still talking about hard seltzers. Is it strong? Well, they, <laughs> Bud Select has one that I think is is uh, 8%. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's some shit, man. Still talking about you know, it. It's, it's like, <laughs> do I get the hangover or the heartburn? You know, which one do I go for? Right. <laughs> I, I, I like those hard seltzers, man, but after like to get me to where I want to be, I need I need a, about 73. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by that time, it's like I'm so grossed out <laughs> and and burping, you know, all those acidic juices up. Yeah. Like, and, it's and, not and, even worth it. Yeah, but the worst the worst part about it is the next day if I call you, Eric, are you okay? Man, fucking hard seltzers. There's nothing hard about that sentence after you say that. <laughs> But, you know, right. I, 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 hey, listen, it was, it was, it was about a good month that I tried it. I was like, oh shit, I could finally like start drinking. I think I found my drink that I want to start drinking again. And yeah, that lasted a month. So I've been pretty good on the bourbon. Like, and you, again, yeah, I'm, you not, I'm, not, bourbon. I'm not drinking the like Eric levels. It's just like every once in a while. And, and, and the bourbon sets me free. It's kind of like a, the bourbon sets, you know, me free. like when you drink a lot and, <laughs> and, and you're, you're kind of hyped. Like you just did a line of coke, and it's like boom. All right, man, we could keep this party going all night. All right. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, do you do you drink it straight? Yeah, ice, ice. Sorry, that's just all you. Ice. That's all you need. And, and here's the thing: I have to do it in an enamel cup because there's something about the way that the ice melts in an enamel cup. And I actually put a koozie around the enamel cup. And then it has the to be cubed ice, yes. and it's just amazing. It gives it a nice flavor, and yeah, that's that's been my drink of choice for 2021. All right, nice. so welcome to the. I only had it on January 1st. I haven't had it since then. Yeah. Welcome to the dance remix episode, ladies and gentlemen. Woohoo! There you go. 
Noah's Sp- milk sponsored people. by Noah's milk and and, 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 funky, and, and funky funky Buddha, Buddha hard seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> and the sunny water. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, of all the waters you could buy, man, that's seriously that's the for. worst. It was on sale. <laughs> it's fucking water, bro. It comes out of your tap. By <laughs> sale, by sale, I mean free. Oh, three ninety nine. Do you do you guys drink water straight out of your tap? Not I run it through a Brita. The, the water here isn't that good. No, all right. We have good water in Florida. No, we got coordinated. So we got you know, some. Our, our brain cells are good too. We got some of the worst water in uh in the country. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why there's so many Florida men cases here in Florida, but I think yeah, we're the state that has one of the highest fluoride contents in nice. water, and there's like this whole. Uh, conspiracy that is supposed to dull you down man i think i think that going into this year we're good on conspiracy theories <laughs> <laughs> well according to some people they're real. Uh, yeah <laughs> all right so originally this was just supposed to be a remix episode then uh we we may have gotten a little too miami on this and went uh a lot of dance remixes so this is a dance remix episode, and then the next remix episode, or the episode after this one, is going to be hip hop remixes. And there goes the old statement, Carlos. Like, why? Hip, why? why hip hop and R&B. Miami. Hip hop and R&B. What is Miami like a, a remix capital or no dance music, brother? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So, you guys want me to go ahead and start off and read the list that we've put together? Oh, I thought we we're going to re- just read our own, and so we could talk about them. I know, but I'm going to read the whole list. Oh, you're going to go through all of them. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, relax, Gilbert. Jesus. Sorry, man. Fucking hard seltzer is getting to your head. Seriously, bro. <laughs> All right. So it's a total of 16 songs. Uh, we each did five, and I had to give an extra one to Gilbert because we'll, we'll find out later in the episode. <laughs> and I really hope you reenact the conversation because that was <laughs> awesome. All right. So we uh, first song on the, on the playlist is a Miss Jane, It's a Fine Day, the DJ Santana remix. Uh, followed by Young MC, Know How, by the Stanton Warriors, or the remixes by the Stanton Warriors, Matt and Kim, uh, the Laser Laser Break and Cecil Auto remix of Now, uh, Alanis Morissette, So Pure, the remixes by Hybrid, uh, the Yeah, Yeah, Yes with uh, Heads Will Roll, um, remixed by DJ A-Track, uh, the Fuji's Ready or Not, the Aphrodite Drum and Bass remix, Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness, the Steve Aoki remix, and I, I don't know how to say this person's name. Likey Lee. Likey Lee. Little Bit. Uh, the uh, Auto Erotic Bootleg Remix. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Possession uh, by Rabbit in the Moon. Planet Soul. Set You Free. The Fever Remix. Uh, Sneaker Pimps with Spin Spin Sugar. Um, that was by Armand, Armand Van Helden. Uh, his remix. St. John Roses. The Iman Beck Remix. And then uh, Major Laser with Get Free. Andy C's Remix. Uh, Billy Ray Martin. Loving Arms. The Tease, uh, Tease Miami mix by Todd Terry, Mo's Def, Umi Says, Zero Seven remix, and then Alphaville with Forever Young, the special dance version. All right. So that's that's our playlist. That's what we're going to dive into. And uh, the funny thing I, I will say when we originally, when we all submitted our list, we had all selected Sarah McLaughlin, uh, Possession, Rabbit in the Moon. But again, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, how about we start off with uh, with Gilbert? All right, guys. So my first uh, one on the list is "Your Loving Arms" by Billy Ray Martin, and it's the Tease Miami mix, and it's uh, the remix or the remixer, excuse me, it was Todd Terry. Um, this song was or is still incredible. 
the, the original is great, but the, my um, Todd Terry brought like a, uh, you know, at the time it was coming out, it was like more of a breakbeat uh, version of it. Um, I first I first heard this song uh, when I was in Gainesville. Actually, I was in Orlando living in Gainesville and um, at at um, at Firestone, I heard D Extremes uh, play it and uh, rest in peace to him. He passed away a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. And um, and every time he would, you know, they would bring him to Gainesville every once in a while and and, and he would always play it on his set all the time. And it was one of my favorite remixes, one of my favorite songs. And then I was actually able to procure a copy of it because this was <laughs> I hate you sometimes man so much yes, like, you, have to emphasize yes. It. you can't even let it flow nicely it's like in your face hey. motherfucker he caught me by surprise because i thought he wasn't gonna start he wasn't he wasn't gonna drop i was joking i was joking i was joking with uh with carlos about it but anyway so i was able to get a copy it was a uk imported that fucking thing cost me like 20 so this was back in the day was still vinyl so we didn't have mp3s at the time um there was no serato or anything like that so i was still spinning vinyl and i was actually able to get a copy $20 for a UK import of it. And I was, of all my friends, like even with, with Brandt, DBJ, all the, all the guys from, you know, Gainesville that, that were friends of mine that were DJs, I was the only one that had the copy of it. So I was, I would always, that's you know, just like the extreme. I, that, you know, every time I did play a uh, breakbeat set, it was always on my set. And I'm telling and, you, it's still and, one of my and, favorite songs. And people used to Miami, offer you. The Miami mix, what's the whole point of that? Is that just like that, that sound, like that freestyle sound that they be, threw in? Well, yeah, it was like a breakbeat, a breakbeat sound. So, um, you know, it, it, the, the song starts a little bit like a kind of like housey vibes, but then in the manner, it just starts kicking into like a breakbeat version. And again, that's when my, you know, like Florida Breaks was huge. And, and um, yeah, that's incredible. I, I that's just I, an amazing. I my personal favorite song on this, this playlist, by the me, way. Me too. Amazing. That That's and actually you added I, that. You just blew my mind because I hadn't heard that song in yeah. such a long time yeah, and yeah. when you hear that just by yourself or in a club scene or in a modified club scene or in a heavily <laughs> modified club scene it's fucking amazing when that song what, comes out well i think i'm more, more i mean more than just the, the 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 music to it but the lyrics are 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 amazing you know what yeah, i mean like, great, and her uh, vocals and her vocals are yeah great. yeah it's it's just overall it's just a great great song and and, and one of my favorite like of all those you know like that era that your loving arms is, and it's it's really like i said the extreme was the one that really but everybody knows that song because of me because i would always literally oh. always play it all the time no yeah, shit. Ever, <laughs> yeah like you know from all the friends because i was literally yeah. like i said you were I was the only one with the I record yeah, and, and, but people used to offer you buku bucks to try oh, to buy the yeah. album from you. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. And, and I, I will agree with Eric. That that's my favorite remix on the play. I mean, and it was funny because I thought about it, and then I go, I can't pick that song. Gilbert has to pick that song, and I we, we figured you would. Yeah. But that yeah that that's a that's a DJ G Funk staple. Like just here, I'm imagining the. Yeah, you know, just that beat that it. God damn, I want to listen to it now. All right, we can. And it's funny. I I was um on on Facebook. Uh, um, somebody had put posted like I guess it was Candyland's like twentieth anniversary. Or I don't know how, but it was funny. It was like literally the, the last person on the list was G, DJ G Funk. <laughs> <laughs> you guys saved the best it. for last. Uh, didn't we go to one of those like ten years oh, ago? Or went to a few, a few of them. No, no, oh, but, but the mean, last like, one we all went together. Oh, that I, I think you're already in Texas. Yeah, I, I, um, how many years ago was that? That was like probably 2007. It was like one of the last ones, and no, but they, they it was a great night. No, I was in the Keys. They actually okay. did one in um a, a few years back, maybe like three or four years ago, in ca uh, Cash Only when I was DJing there. Oh no shit! But I was DJing upstairs the whole time, so I, they had like Icy and Craze and all these guys, but I couldn't, I couldn't go. 
Yeah. So, no, get closer to the mic, Eric. Oh, I think I think the what well, I was I wasn't even remembering Candyland. You know what I was remembering? It was the Edge reunion that we went mm. to. Oh yeah, that no, that, that was they like, brought back all those DJs and stuff. Yeah, I see. Was there? That was like that was like that was over ten years ago. Because I, I, I was two thousand seven or two thousand eight, like something like that. Yeah. You were wearing your Run DMC glasses, by the way. <laughs> no, they weren't. They, they were just regular, like uh, kind of sort of. Black frames, yeah. black frames. Uh -huh. I was such a dickhead, man. It's okay, you still are. Uh, we still love you, brother. All right, so go ahead, Gilbert. What else you got? Oh, you want me to go through my, my list? Oh, entirety? you're bringing the hot fire. Yeah, right, just, so, we'll, we'll knock out all five. Got it. Um, set you free by Planet. Well, you, I'm Soul. sorry, you have six. Right. Yeah. yeah. So set you free by Planet Soul, and it's the Fever Mix. Um, so um, so ravey. <laughs> that, one, that one kind of blew my mind, man. Well, I, I put it on the list because I thought it was very important because um, because they used to play that shit on Prior 96, yeah. dude. That's like the most commercial rave song ever. Well, right? I, I, well I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the crazy thing. So when the day that I sent you guys the mix, I was, gonna, I was listening to it in, in my office. And then uh, Jason, who's my coworker, is sitting next to me and he goes, I really hope you put uh, Planet Soul sent you. I'm like, how the fuck does this Texas boy? <laughs> yeah, the song is so. I, I get. I mean, it was that big. And this yeah. was the uh, this was the song that disproved uh, how we always thought that all all girls on a uh, all girls singing on <laughs> were really hot. And this was the one that broke the illusion. It was like. Oh. Oh, it's all a lie, isn't it? So the, yeah, so the duo was, you know, famously Georgia Costa, a famous DJ down here in Miami, fa famous producer. A and um yeah, and uh, and Nadine Renee is the is the aforementioned singer. <laughs> um, but I, so to me what the spe special song uh, special about the song was the fever mix. So it was a crew of of, you know, for whatever for better or for worse, very infamous down here in Miami, the fever Miami crew. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> um and um you know, they were promoters um and you know, they, they for you know what it's worth, they really changed the sound, especially of underground dance music in Miami. Um, and um, you know, if you were uh, you know going out around that time and you, you were into like you know break beats and all this, you know, kind of like you know Miami, like what we thought was Miami music, basically. <laughs> it was a big scene too because a lot of clothing brands came out of Miami too. I think you had like Pervert or something like that. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. done by a Miami kid. It was kind of those same circles. Yeah. And I want to say fucked too. I think. Was well, from, from here. yeah, yeah, and then and they had you, you had like the like triple five soul and stuff like that a little bit later towards the end and right. Mecca and all these all these other brands, but but that um, came out of Miami too. No, no, Mecca? no, no, but that was kind of oh, like you know, you but know, like, like it was a, a local brand, you know, right? No, yeah, yeah, grew up during that during that time. You, yeah. you would have sworn in games when we were all sponsored by Mecca. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> um, and then you know, so and those guys like really were like Mecca you know, was. A, I'm sorry, Mecca was a rave brand too. I know it was, it was like a hip -hop. No, a hip -hop. it was a hip hop brand, but like the you know the ravers adopted. What, what, what was the shop in the in the beach that we used to go to to buy? Mecca I can't shirts? remember. I forgot. It was I I, Island Island something. It was right next yeah. to and that was next to Uncle Sam's. Sam, right? Uncle Sam's, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, Uncle Sam's. <laughs> so um but really just to touch on fever like th those guys they they, st they started doing some underground parties they went to warsaw to do it because they were the only place that we let them do it and you know everybody knew back then and warsaw was a gay a gay club here in uh in miami beach um and you know it was kind of like you know the kids and the freaks and the outcasts and we're all going there and just having fun and listening to great music um their their resident dj dr psychosis one of the badass djs of all time rave or not you know and he was you know definitely a big influence on on me per, as a dj personally i was even close to djing at the time but um uh but yeah man it was 
that Fever Crew was was you know, it was know was cool. was, and then you'd started you'd started hearing like kind of the rave music kind of like seep into the regular like clubs like Liquid and eventually oh, yeah. Fever Fever be, became Liquid right like that's where the 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 parties were yeah, like a big yeah. party started but yeah. you know at that time it was still kind of um, the pop music and stuff and slowly you'd, it was great because all of a sudden a break song would come out or a trance song whatever you want to call it electro and um, you'd see like the the closeted ravers come out you know? right. So you're, everybody's dancing two-stepping and all of a sudden you'll see this one guy just bust out with moves and you're like, what the fuck is happening right yeah, now? I remember, you know, especially going or like in the early fever days, like uh, like Higher Stage of Conscious by Josh Wink was a big record back then. And um, What was that but, other club that we had down here too that it would release um, its mixes? There was another one that club, club man, there was there was another one on the beach and it would it was it became like a trance club. Oh, I don't know. I'm not and sure. then they would release mixes that got pretty popular too. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, set you free, uh, being played, um, you know, on par 96, it was kind of crazy. And, um, but, um, but yeah, man, um, it's a great, a great, great song. Um, it was, you know, a shout out to a great crew. So, uh, that was my number two, number three, hedge, hedge will roll, um, by the AAS. And it's the remix by the one and only DJ a track. I heard that guy's um, pretty good. He's not bad. Um, so um, he's, you know, uh, besides being in a, you know, a DMC champion all time, pro, you know, prodigy at, at 15 years old, you know, winning the DMCs, um, you know, he's uh, later on in life uh, as, a, you know, he's become a big, a big house DJ basically and, um, and producer um, and H uh, Hedge Roll was one of the big ones that came out for him. Um, and it was like um, kind of showed his production chops um, you know, l- later on, he'd, he'd go and form um, uh, Duck Sauce with uh, Armin Van Helden, who's coming, you know, going to be spoken about in a little bit later. Um, had a huge hit with Barbara Streisand. Um, but um, it's just, just a dope record. I love that that song by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs anyway. And then A-Track just did a, a phenomenal job. Um, you know, part of that whole EDM scene when it was blowing up, you know, with Project X, there was on the, you know, on the soundtrack for that. Um, yeah, it's just a really dope, 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 dope remix. So my next one is Spin Spin Sugar, um, originally done by the Sneaker Pimps. And then it's, so the, the song, the official remix is called Armand's Funk Garage uh, Mix. So it was basically like the introduction and, uh, you know, it did pick up. So it was like the introduction for, for at the time was called Speed Garage. This is like 1997. So this is early on, you know what I mean? Yeah, Eric, um, Eric and I were a little shocked that you picked that. I just wanted to include something from Armand Van Helden because he is... Still doing it now, yeah. obviously, you know, and now one of, the, going, one of the biggest names in house music. Yeah. And, you know, like, you, you know, he's he's 20 something years in um, some, you know, not only his remixes, but his regular songs are some of the you know biggest house music anthems. Um, so I just kinda, I, I picked that just because I wanted to include him and, and kind of shout him out. And, right. you know, he's a great he's a great DJ. Um, and he's I don't know if you guys know this, but he's the inspiration for um, uh, Ali. Uh, the what's his name? The. The bumble clot. Um, oh, for, uh, for, oh yeah, for yeah, uh, Borat, uh, Borat. Yeah, Borat. Well, what's the, uh, God? Somebody mm-hmm. look it up. Yeah. Um, something Ali. <laughs> but um, he he was the inspiration for for um, for him to do it for Sasha Baron Cohen to uh, do it. Uh, Ali G. Ali G. Ali G. Ali G. Yes, yes. So um, so that's 
<laughs> so yeah, that's another. Yeah. I didn't know that, dude. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like so that, that you my, the hand gesture. Yeah, puyaka. <laughs> so number five, my last one. Not my last one. I have a special one. Uh, number five for me was Ready or Not, and it was um, originally done by the Fugees, and it was um, the remix, the drum and bass remix by uh, DJ Aphrodite. Um, you know, drum and bass legend was at the forefront of that movement in UK in the UK back in the in the late nineties. Um, you know, he. I, I mean, what literally he's one of like the, the forefathers. You talk about him, Goldie, um, mm-hmm. a few of these guys. I, it was like not my first introduction to drum, drum and bass, but the one that really caught my my ear on it, you know, and it's just because it, it was something that I know about, you know, with the Fugees and the way he flipped it. And then it, and it had like the, the red man sample, like when I pick my trigger fingers, like, and yeah. it's, it's just, it was something, you know, um, that I could relate to, but in this whole new sound, which fucking blew my mind. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm not the biggest drum and bass guy, but this, like I said, this remix is incredible. So. Yeah. But, but that, that period of drum and bass was awesome because hip hop was awesome at that time. Right. right so, right, right. so all those drum and bass remix with, with, all the all the 90s hip-hop songs were fucking awesome yeah yeah, yeah. you know because you had Busta Rhymes had uh you know the, what, what was the song that the they dangerous were, the one right? the dangerous uh, uh biggie you know like there was a lot of great songs that had a drum and bass remix and which made him which made drum and bass cool then yeah. later on it got and I think it was more aggressive back then too because uh, it was hard and fast I mean drum and bass is always hard and fast but we talked about like how I like kind of that liquid drum and bass face too, that it has a happy vibe to it. I call it happy <laughs> drum and bass. It's more of a UK style. Right. I like a, so, but yeah, I remember the first time I heard drum and bass, I was like, oh, what is this? You know, I was cool watching people dance to it. I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell like, you. Are they kicking your asses? What's going on out there, man? I'll tell you the best thing about drum and bass is that because of a drum and bass show is where we got to see the infamous Gilbert judo roll was during a bass show, right? It was like when Ani spun in uh, in Gainesville. Was it in Gainesville? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, which was, I mean, who needs they, these DJs when Gilbert jumps over four people and does a judo flip? They, they, didn't, they didn't believe They didn't believe me. I, 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 I said, okay, I'll bet you a six pack of Newcastle. Because basically that, that was what my, my, my time was worth back then. <laughs> hey, well, that was gold back then. Newcastle's yeah. fancy people beer. What was that, yeah, like yeah. $8 a six pack? Well, was that was that the crazy, crazy bro. was that the crazy Thanks, night? <laughs> yeah. Is that the crazy night that we had to jump from one club to the other? Yep. yep. That we got shut down at the theater and we had to move to that to uh to a bet hall. Yeah. And that was in the middle of the night, just completely yeah. change a fucking venue. That was good. Everybody time. was completely sober too, so it's fine. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Yeah, luckily we were stocked up on water and blow pops and everybody was okay. <laughs> and what the funny the funny thing is that that I I I um I had this I actually spun in the small room that night um first or so like I was yeah but I think I was the first one to open up the, the small room in the once we moved into into the vet hall. And so I'm like, I was like, are people gonna be here? Like are, are people actually gonna follow us here? Like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we were we were the first ones in the venue. But surely, yeah, I had to dip out because I had to be, I had to, yeah, I had to spin. Yeah. And that how was, did you entice them with glow sticks? Like, how did you bring them in? Blow pops and water. Blow pops. Entice them. The, the, the smell of bits you put a, a, a humidifier <laughs> on the front door. Come. And Tyson, they were, they, were, they, were, they were looking to do stuff after the party. Like, you know what I mean? But, well, that, that wasn't that also the night of the after after party? <laughs> yeah, at, at Renee's house. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, it's good times. Good times. Yeah. Um, and then so finally, my last one. That's how I had to explain <laughs> the song to Carlos. That was because I couldn't remember the words. <laughs> that who, was the fuck, a, who the fuck knows what that guy's saying? But the word, the worst part is he says that, and then I knew the song. <laughs> I was like, I go, what song is that? And, and then he did that, and they were like, oh, okay, I know the song. So um, it's a song is called Roses, and it's by Saint John, and it's a, um, the I'm in Beck uh, remix. It's crazy because I actually heard about uh, Saint John because. So the song originally released in 2016. The I'm in Beck remix came out right. in 2019. Um, but he's, I know about him because he um, signed to uh, uh, Kareem Biggs Burke, which is, uh, you know, the, the one of the three guys that found the uh, Rockefeller Records. It was Kareem, Kareem Biggs Burke uh, back entry into music. He hadn't done anything to do with music in, in years. Um, so he, he, uh, he signed, he signed St. John to his management company, the Circle of Success Management Company. And, um, and so I knew of, I, I was familiar with him. If you hear the song, it's so basically like what they did was just double up the the, the tempo. It's a really yeah. slow song, but Super when slow. they just they just doubled up and made it a house version, and and I mean it's a monster a monster record. Yeah. Um, and it was actually um, I'm in Beck is his first like a uh, big hit. Um, he was born in Kazakhstan. Yeah. Speaking of uh, you of, uh, speaking of, of, you. <laughs> speaking of and, uh, fighters. Yeah. And then, um, and yeah, it's just a great record. It's still, you know, I, I still play it all the time now, you know, it's still, it still hits like it, it did, you know, last year, even though it was in a pandemic when it, uh, when it first came out, but I'm uh, sorry. And Gilbert, what, what were the lyrics again? That's pretty good. That's, that's exactly what the song sounds like. Oh, man. Was, that, was that your last one? That was my last one. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you very much, Gilbert. And no Eric, Eric. It's a hard act to follow. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Again. Um, so, so my first one was Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness. Um, this is also, it's actually on the same tr soundtrack as uh, the... Um, Hedgerow. The Heads Will Roll, which was, what was that movie? Project X. Yeah. And this was the Steve Aoki mix. It's it's one of my favorite Kid Cudi songs. And it actually has another cover that I like by Lissy, which is a uh, like just an acoustic cover. That sounds amazing. But this song is, I don't know, I, I guess I associate it with that movie and just the, the big party song. Yeah, it feels good. Well, it's, you know, it's, I mean, it's it's and, just a, it's such a great record. Like, I, I mean, I I I play it every once in a while too. Now it's you know you got to kind of get people in the right mood for it. But um, and is it me or does it have like an MGMT vibe too? Well, that's the, the original not, is produced by MGMT. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the, the the original one is, and it's and it's featured by it's featured by uh, you know they're featured on the song, um and um yeah and it's 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 such a great i mean it's, it's, it's super, the, like the heads are wool those are straight up party songs man yeah 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 i, yeah. I think it just captured that era too because i sure. think you were going pretty hard during that time like <laughs> we went okay. pretty hard for way too long we were definitely afraid to reveal too much in this episode uh, yeah, man. Uh, uh likey lee little bit it's this was just a nice little pop song she's a swedish singer but once they put this book, I'm surprised you were able to find it. How did you? How did you even find this song? Because it's not like on. Don't worry, you're pretty on, uh, about it. Eric. On Spotify, look, YouTube. 
Don't worry. Like, probably YouTube, right? So um, <laughs> it's a really good song. And, and it's actually a really it, cool song. Yeah, it just it, it, it gives it a dance beat. It's like it took it took these songs that weren't supposed to be dance songs and hey man, I can dance to this now. Um, Major Laser Get Free. It's another song that I like. And this is my my drum and bass song that I put on here because I had to. I've been into drum and bass recently. And again, it's the happy drum and bass. I don't know why it just comes to Is this because of your favorite DJ now? No, no, she doesn't play it. It's actually because I was I was scrolling through YouTube once and I found this band, um, London Electricity at Hyde Park, and it was a live band set. Oh wow. And it was it's incredible. It's it's a full band, you know, brass, drums, and it's just one of the most amazing things I've seen. And to hear it like that instead of like the the ones and zeros format right. i fell in love with it so i just i've been doing a lot of more drum and bass but it, it has to be that melodic drum and bass where it's it's just there's something happy about it too it's not as aggressive as the earlier ones that we were talking about live live drum and bass is really badass dude it's amazing I, um, dude i saw i got to see ronnie size once in um in cameo and with his live band and it was it was it's incredible it was incredible talk like about keyboard talk bass about... drums you know yeah, yeah. brass it's 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 just amazing i'll send you the link once we get off it i i can't describe it man what was it was it just to have everybody in sync at that speed mm-hmm. yeah no it's impressive and there's it, like uh and talk about legends with ronnie size and then i mean he had a wasn't the represent a lot like a band when he did the represent album i think so yeah, yeah. Right, go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. All right. And then I had Most Def, Umi Says, the 07 mix. This was another song that I just loved. It's a mellow song. But then you got to add a little dance to it. And, and it makes it... It doesn't make it better. It just makes it different. And you could enjoy it in a different way. Because yeah. that song alone is just incredible. And yeah, the yeah. little dance track, I loved it. And finally, Alphaville, Forever Young, special dance version. And this is the original version i heard i didn't even know there was that the original version when i first heard oh really so for me it was always a dance song i always Holy remember shit. it as a dance song not the the other one yeah as a uh, gilbert's graduation song i yeah. mean uh senior year song yes yes that's exactly why i know that song yeah. you know and that's the stuff that we were listening to when we would go out during that time mm-hmm. you know and just that that line i don't want to perish like a fading horse Oof. Get to here, yeah, right in the feet. right in the fields, you know. And then it was bastardized by Jay Z, I guess, or whatever. Hey, watch your tone. That's a, <laughs> that's that's a second jab Eric takes at Jay Z today. I love Jay Z, man. Well, he's no he, uh, Funkmaster Fleck doesn't recognize him as the best rapper in the world. He recognizes Drake. I sent you the article today. I found I out blasphemous. Yeah, I, he's ignored it. This is a lot like uh, the MTV episode when we couldn't talk about Kennedy in front of Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my five. Those Sorry, are your... I can't be as elaborate as, as Gilbert, but I think things Eric... mean more to him than they do to me. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I think you did a phenomenal job, buddy. Thank you for making me feel accepted. You're always accepted. I need some validation in my life these days. <laughs> that's quite dramatic <laughs> all right so um miss jane it's a fine day by dj santana uh the song was ori- originally written by an english poet um and musician named Ed- edward barton and then the first version of that song was actually done a cappella, and that was in 1983 by jane 
then later, Opus 3, who made, made it an international hit, um, you know, was responsible for the, that version that we know now. But originally, if you, if you look up the video, it's just a lady singing in acapella. But it, originally, it was written by a poet. And then... Um, when he you know, wrote it, was it meant to be sung? I'm assuming he wrote it for her to sing in acapella. Okay. I, I, oh, he wrote it specifically for her. I think so. And then, um, but through Opus 3, it, it became a popular dance track and it actually hit uh, number five in, in the UK and number one in Greece. And then um, it's considered the 182nd best track of the 90s. So... <laughs> Not that you were digging deep. No, yeah. no, no that was like, that was like uh, what was the the list where we hit a uh, that they picked the seven hundred best dance tracks. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but going back to to legendary Florida DJs, you have DJ Santana uh, from Tampa, from Tampa, Florida, and then you know nineteen in nineteen ninety five he was part of the uh, the rave scene uh, that quickly grew in Tampa. Uh, working working at ozone you know legendary rave place in tampa um you know he's been he was featured with huda hudia robbie icy baby ann kiyoki so all those big djs that were uh, you know that were relevant at that time robbie was a big dj in orlando yeah in orlando yeah really yeah you remember tony like he was really good friends and he always talked about him i was like who is this guy robbie Wow. And, you know, well, look, I mean, he performed at Liquid City, at Cream, at The Edge, you know, uh, you know, performed with Andy Hughes, Kimball Collins, Sandy, The Extreme, Jay Love, you know, all, all of the big, you know, Central Florida DJs. Um, but again, it's one of those songs that uh, typical Florida sound, uh, you know, his remix, it's a breakbeat. You know, and and it goes perfectly with with the tone of her. You know, it's gonna be a fine, and then the breakbeat. You know, classic, classic uh, breakbeat remix in Florida. Wait, uh, I, I gotta do more research. Was was breakbeat just here in Florida? Like, was it or was no? It but there the, there was a there was a sound called Florida breaks that was yeah. like personified by like icy, yeah. you okay. know, baby Ann. Um, you know these guys like DJ Santana, all those guys. You know, yeah. yeah I mean, there, there was there was compilations of Florida. But it, it did it did it did it did go past our border. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I see. It's huge. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. in so, Texas too. Huge in Texas yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I one of my favorite remixes, and I I loved when they added the original song in the Baby Driver soundtrack, was uh, Know How by Young MC, uh, also known as Marvin Young. <laughs> uh, everybody knows him from Busta Move. That was his biggest hit. Um, you know, British born but American rapper. You know, um, my the coolest thing about that remake or in that song is uh, the samples that uh, of Think from Lynn Collins. That it's the it takes two, mm -hmm. like that that sample. Um, so I. Actually, I think I mentioned this to Eric, where I think he was that album, his album, not the remix with the Stanton Warriors, is one of the most underrated albums because all he like everybody just knew just bust a move. The guy was a great rapper, 
you know. Yeah, and he was, didn't he, he wrote, didn't he write the, um, um, our favorite Google, um, Tone Tone Luke. Luke. <laughs> yeah, he wrote, I, I think he wrote, uh, uh, Wapping. I think Young uh, MC wrote yeah. Wapping. Yeah, and then so I mean, yeah, the, the the opening lyrics to that that song, and it's funny because I kind of draw the parallel to, uh, you know, uh, Rock Kim's Seven MCs line, you know, and then so he writes, some of the busiest rhymes ever made by a man are going into this mic written by this hand, are coming out of my mouth and made by this tongue. I'll tell you now, my name is Young, and then it goes into you know the the breakbeat and like just that song is just, I mean just as fast as Twister and all those guys is constant, constant. And I mean, it's a long song to begin with. And then you add a beat, a break beat to it. It's the Stanton Warriors, again, UK guys, but had a break beat sound or they still do. Um, well, we got, we got to, um, you know, remember where that, all that stuff came from was um, um, Massacre. Uh, not what I forget the name. Craftwork. 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 I was going to say master. I was going to say master <laughs> from Craftwork. Um, and, from the yeah. Germans. So exactly. So you know that that's where that that sound came from. Like uh, you know all the all that breakbeat was influenced by you know Planet Rock, Africa Mambata, right. the yeah. you know the eight hundred eight and freestyle music, and that's what formed Florida Breaks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know to give a shout out to Stan Warriors, uh, Dominic Butler, and Mark Yardley. Uh, you know, their remixes are amazing. You know, their sound is amazing. So it's one of my favorite remixes um, on this mix. And on top of that, it, it's one of my favorite songs as a kid because I used to always love that song. And then when they added it to the Baby Driver soundtrack, I was so excited. And then this remix, it, it's it's perfect for this song. Um, and Can then, I just give a shout out to the Moog too? Because Gilbert just kind of left that whole thing. And without the Moog, the Moog, we would not have all these electronic sounds. All right. Thank and you. Giorgio Moroto. I, I hope I say his name wrong. I can never pronounce his right. He was one of the first uh, fathers of kind of uh, electronic. Like yes. Yeah, yeah. But definitely the Moog. Still one of the greatest instruments ever. Shout out and to I the Moog. I love when they use it in bands. Shout out to Even the Moog. Weezer. Weezer. That's right. All right. So the next one, not so ravey, not so breaky, but it has its moments, is uh, Matt and Kim. Um, now by Laser Break and Cecil Otter, uh, the remix. So, <clears throat> Brooklyn band, we've all seen them live. You have the opportunity to see Matt and Kim live, and you know years. they do speed when they fucking perform. So they probably <laughs> party. They were probably in the break scene too, dude. I, I've never seen two people generate so much energy and so much hype into a crowd like those two. Fucking tweaked out, man. Come it's on. <laughs> This is not the theme of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, and how hard was it for you to not say laser beak when reading that name? All I see is laser beak, not laser break. No, I see it as laser. Nobody break. remembers the Falcon from Transformers. Yeah, that's true. But uh, so <clears throat> when they they released uh, their lightning album soon after they did a lightning remix project. Um, now the funny thing about that album cover is. Kim is completely naked, and so is so is uh, Matt. And the funny story about that is she had to call her parents and let her know ahead of time, hey, we're coming out with a remix project, the cover of the album, I'm topless and completely naked. Like, you could actually see my chesticles. I, my chesticles. I, 
I can hear Eric typing right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they were recreating like Adam and Eve in the cover. <laughs> okay. Um, so I thought that was kind of kind of funny that uh that uh you know she had to call her mom ahead of time and actually uh, that she posted on Instagram like they had to tell my parents that I was coming out naked in this album cover. Uh, but Matt and Kim, them alone are amazing. And then you had a uh, you had a uh, remix by Cecil Otter and uh, and uh, Laser Beak, Laser or well, Aaron Aaron Mater, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Mater. But there were so Cecil Otter is actually a rapper, and then um, Aaron Martyr and uh, also a rapper. He's a singer, and they're both from uh, from Doom Tree. So shout out to them for providing a great remix. Um, now. In the electronic scene, they're one of my favorites. Uh, the next, the next guy is coming up. So, uh, the song is "So Pure" by Alanis Morissette, and it's a hybrid remix. So, hybrid is more than one guy. Are, are we going to do this again, Eric? No. <laughs> so, um, you, you want me to? You thought it was one person? Yes. No. So, hybrid. The hybrid that. That, that's the symphonic electro. Yes. Yeah, that's more than one guy. Yeah, so they, they've done they've done a total of three mixes uh, for Alanis Morissette. Uh, one was Your House, and the other one was Forgive Me. The one we have on this list is So Pure. Um, now, the funny thing is, they had to release it later without the vocals, and it was as and the, they renamed the title Jaded Little Pill uh, because because of clearance issues. So there's a version with Alanis Morissette's vocals, and then there's one without vocals. Um, so Alanis Nadine Morissette, I think everybody knows who she is, famous Canadian, also on You Can't Do That on Television. I was about to say that, more yeah. famously. Famously. And, uh, she wasn't that big a player, though, right? She was one of no, the other chicks. Um, but here you go, Eric. Hybrid? There's fucking three people in this fucking band, <laughs> Holy shit, man. My whole life is a lie. Like I said, Jethro Tull is not a name of a guy in a band. It's Swear the band. To God, and I'm looking at the picture, and there's only one guy that I would say, yeah, that's hybrid. No, the rest, no. they like, you're too cool to be in this band. I thought it was this little nerdy guy. No, no. There's... God damn it. <laughs> but um, look, they... they... What I love about their sound is the symphonic feel of what they do. You know, it, it's their albums are fantastic. Um, and then so, you know, they, they've gone to compose and, and produce for movies like Man on Fire, Equalizer. It's what? It's grand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's full. It's a full sound. Uh, so Man on Fire, Equalizer, X-Men Origins, uh, Fast Five, uh, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. So... You know that they're not the Walter Matthau version, right? This is the John Travolta. One. <laughs> but there's, uh, there's three fucking people in this band, dude. <laughs> Let it go, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, you know, I it, it's it's funny because Alanis Morissette has another song called Moratorium that I always thought was produced by you know the people from Hybrid, more than one person. And then uh, when you hear it, it sounds like hybrid, but you could tell that, they, they, that they've influenced Alanis Morissette into that sound when she produced, or when her producer put together that song and that's what she wanted to do. But 
if uh, if you like something kind of melodic and symphonic, but with you know electro breaks and and that type of sound, if you haven't heard hybrid before, uh, give them a listen. Um, you know, I like, uh, I like the way wide, the white angle album. The white the white angle album is a fantastic album. What you say, Eric? No, I, that I like that you're calling them symphonic because that's, that's that's what they are. But that's what they are, man. Yeah. And and oh, and to your point, it's when you hear it, it's a full sound. Like it surrounds you. Like if you have a good speaker system, play them, especially the white angle album. But their music has movements. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're symphonies. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so I, I think this would be the second best remix on the mix. Obviously, we all agree that Billy Ray Martin is is the the best one, and then this was oddly enough, all three of us picked this originally. Luckily, I picked it first, so I I, I got to put it on on my five. You got awesome by default. Uh, yeah. So Sarah McLaughlin, possession by the legendary Rabbit in the Moon. Um, you know, we have the another famous Canadian in Sarah McLaughlin and or animal activist and. Uh, Lilith Rabbit in the Moon is a Miami link too. Yeah, I was gonna get to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I worked at Discovery with, with one of the guys. Oh yeah? yeah. Yeah. Did uh and Sarah McLaughlin is just one person, Eric, just in case, just in case you were worried. <laughs> that one I know. <laughs> Hello, I named my first two cars after it. That's right. That's right. And um you called your car the McLaughlin? No. <laughs> <Sarah>. <laughs> But then I couldn't use that name anymore because someone else. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Carlos fucking kind of took over that. <laughs> wow. Oh man, that was a piece of shit move, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was wrong. Wow, bro. Rough. Didn't you learn from my first two cars that Give don't me. get involved with <laughs> shit names, <laughs> Tara? I'm sorry, but I, I'm the, sorry. The, the views expressed by... <laughs> once again, once again. God damn it, I got got. <laughs> go back to making fun of Jay-Z and pissing off Gilbert. No, man, so so no. let's go back to the song. So, so Nirvana, you got to see them live, right, Eric? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so... I, what I do, what I might come up and snow. <laughs> I um, I didn't know that she was adopted. Did you know that? I didn't no, know, man. That was interesting. My stocking doesn't go that far. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care where you're from, it's where you're at. Nice. Pros, of, pros of wisdom by her, but um, you well, know, it's necessary when you're stalking someone. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it low key. <laughs> All right, so leave no trace behind. But um, she was adopted by the McLaughlin family, obviously. But, you know, that's kind of neat. You adopt this girl, she becomes this huge, you know, uh, star, uh, fabulous singer. And she doesn't only do depressing songs for, you know, a, commercials. For, for yeah, commercials. But um, this song you know. is actually about stocking. And, uh, of course it is. This is an Eric's uh, stocking playlist. Is it? No, 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 no. It's it's just it. It's like it was a very dark incident in her life when she wrote this song. Oh yeah, on fumbling towards ecstasy. I think That's that right. was her second album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the remix is incredible. The first time I heard it was on the Plastic compilation, uh, but it was released before that. But that's the first time I heard it. Um, so Rabbit in the Moon, legendary Tampa guys. Um, 
you know, they've worked with Garbage, Tori Amos, Sarah McLaughlin, Orbital, Smashing Pumpkins, Goldie, uh, White Zombie. You know, it, it, the, the, I mean, how long have these guys been doing it? Forever. You know, and Legends. Um, so you had uh, Bunny, uh, David Christopher, and DJ Monk. But DJ Monk left, right? Didn't he leave at one point, and then they re- they did a reunion later on? Yeah, I know. Right. I think Dave Christopher kind of does most of the well, stuff now for them. I think now, right? Yeah, and then Bunny tours by himself, or he toured by himself for a while. Uh, but Florida Legends again. We we were we were lucky that we were in Florida in the scene at the right time. We we're also well, lucky to survive the scene. <laughs> yeah, more importantly, more well, that 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 song particularly, like um, we talk about when you first heard it. I first heard it actually on a on an aforementioned uh, Doctor Psychosis. He had a he had a he had a mixtape back then, and um, it had that. What's the that, tape? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, he had that thing, and it was actually one of the turning points for me to actually fall in love with that that music was was that song because it took you know a Sarah McLachlan song and put this kind of like hauntingness to it like I, it was you know i mean her, her songs could be like that anyway but like it's just i don't know it was just it's well especially it the close your eyes part at the end yes yes, and, yes, and yes it goes yes, into yes. that beat like yes a, that's, that's a little break is i turned is into a fucking beam of energy during that part <laughs> yes, at one point yes. in my life that's it's funny because um, after i heard that song i adopted a dog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true and, and, and that scene just close your eyes yeah, yeah. and then yeah. it goes into the do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's 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 intense that part. Yeah, even but even the remix to "Sweet Surrender" is dope as shit too. The that first one when you hear "Are You an Angel" and then "Doom Doom Doom," which is another another great Sarah McLaughlin remix done by. Is that the one Rabbit that's on the, the dog commercials too? I don't know. I don't know. PCSA. But one thing, just talk one more thing. These guys were amazing. Talking about rapping the, they were just rapping amazing. The they were just yeah, amazing. amazing remixers. But I can guarantee you, there's no better live show in dance music than than theirs. You know what I mean? Because what they they're the theatrics and Bunny just you know, Bunny by the, himself. Yeah, bunny, bunny by himself. Bunny with the you know like they had like the the he had like a what's it called like a chastity belt yeah. you know like and he would get the thing that like oh, yeah. sparks but, everywhere and like, Bunny Bunny's hair alone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You met these it's... guys? You guys? You guys hung out with these guys? I've, I've seen them live. I never hung oh, out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted to give another shout out just because while we were while I was researching it and we were putting the music together, um, we were fortunate enough to for a lot of these you know big Florida DJs to stay at our house in Gainesville, or you know we just knew them by proxy by other people, and so. I don't know why this person popped into my head. One, because they were probably one of the nicest human beings I had ever met. And it was the first time I heard the uh, Use Your Love remix is, I want to shout out to Sean Vance. Sean Vance. That's that's a song that was another breakbeat heavy that it wasn't changed that much from the the original version, right? No, actually, so you remember when Sean Vance... You remember- and that shit is a fucking breakbeat from 1987 or yeah. whatever. Well, Sean Vance told us the whole story that he got it at a at a roller rink, right? Or remember that he bought it at a roller rink from the DJ there or some shit like that. Yeah. And then, but it's the first time I heard it, and he was in the same situation Gilbert was with with the Billy Ray Martin. He he would tell me, dude, so many people want to buy this album for me because at the time, not a lot of people were playing it. But then it got remixed, and other people had it, but. But most of all, the point was Sean Vance, probably one of the nicest people in the world. 
Good dude. Good and dude. it didn't make this song because technically it wasn't a remix, right? It didn't make this list. It, it's just because I like I was just thinking about like how did we not put that song on here? I, it's good. I mean, it it probably does deserve to be in here. It's you know what? I I could I could I'll still add it as a bonus track. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but shout out shout out to Sean Vance because super nice guy. I don't, and, I like. I haven't thought about the guy that, He was a DJ or he, he did the remix? Or no, he was a DJ. He would, he would a play DJ. it all the time. But the first time I heard it was through him. Okay. Was that. But um, yeah, like, uh, I mean. Thank it's... you for bringing that up, Carlos, man, because that song, man, was incredible. <laughs> but to, to your point, Carlos, like that, that, that was a, a fun time to be around in that, that scene, like that underground dance scene at the time and then for Florida, especially. And, um, and how you know, long like, it was. It was like from 1994 to maybe 2001. No, not, I don't think. I mean, maybe no? in some, 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 maybe. But. No, I, no, because I think think about it. By even though in Gainesville we would still go to that, but but the meat of of the golden era of hip hop, or like just hip hop, was blowing up at that time. So I felt like that was more the like the club scene later, mm -hmm. like in the late 90s. But it last, it did last a long time. And, 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 yeah, and we were going to a lot of like even after like every year what was the yearly festival that aj would do was that Candyland? Candyland. that he he did at white rabbit and he it was like hey man let's go once a year no you you working tomorrow nobody will work everybody's off it, it didn't feel let's, like, let, it did. let's regress uh, a lot <laughs> a, lo a lot of those it didn't feel like it was once a year i felt like we did it a lot more <laughs> oh, and then and then you know and then brand brand Took the mantle in the late in the two thousands and, and yeah. started F FSOB for just on a break, right. um, and you know it kind of evolved into like you know uh, towards the later of that like you know more dubstep and stuff like that you know bass but just different, um, but um, but yeah it was cool to you know because like I said we were we were all DJs promoters we were in the middle of it we were yeah we were all in it even when I was living in the beach AJ was doing a dubstep night like at laundromat and stuff like yeah that. yeah. Laundry room or some shit. Like yeah, I mean, that. I mean, think think about it. Like the a lot of these legends. I hit on. Know. I hit on a uh, what is it? Af Aphrodite? Ba no, DJ Baby N. It didn't I, work yeah. out. She had to go DJ. That's yeah. what I want to believe. It didn't work out. It would have been a funnier. It would have been a funnier story. <laughs> that night right. ended. No, that night ended in a fun time too. It would have been was, funny. Uh, it was been one of the epic nights of nobody's leaving this place. Yeah. It was, story. It, it, was, it would have been funnier if he was hitting on Aphrodite, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, sorry. It was Baby N. What's funny, uh, what's funny is, is um, uh, I remember, like, uh, you talk about this, the, the whole scene when it started. And when we were in Gainesville, it was uh, me, and, me and AJ went to, to Simon's. It was, like, on a Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. It was because Icy was going to be there at night. And there was literally maybe, like, 20 people there to see Icy. Because, you know, at the time, Simon's was the biggest house club, one of the biggest house clubs in the world. Yeah. At, and it was, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. It was located in a little, in a little cottage town in, in Florida. But um, uh, we saw them and we sat down and we were like, yo, we're friends you know like we we just kind of talk, talk started talking about you know with boza talking about it so we kind of like we all figured like yeah we all know Shout each out other. to boza first yeah. time <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> and uh and then um and then years later i probably hadn't seen him in i had i probably hadn't seen icy in like 10 years and i was um aj had me do the door at fsob but the door for like the, the djs you know what i mean and and icy pops up and just sees me and gives me a big ass hug and bro we had it i'm like saying i haven't seen him like 10 years before that you he know he was a resident at the edge first right that was his where he started or no orlando he, he was in orlando that oh, okay. yeah 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 you and also then, had merlin too which was another big guy back then that, yeah. that i know you guys loved a lot yeah. too 
Yeah, yeah. good yeah, friends. There, there good. were some memories, man. It was it was a good chunk of years that yeah. we focused energy into that. I think you two more than others. <laughs> what? But, I, yeah. <laughs> but but you you mentioned Merlin and good friend of Merlin is Richard Ashrock. Shout out. Oh to wow, Ashrock. yeah, oh, yeah. Ash. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Ash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, a lot, lot of, lot of, lot of great dudes. I mean, we had, you know, a lot of these people in and out of our house, and you know, I, I, you know what would have been for an interesting night, Gilbert, that that when we spent the whole night in the VIP with Kiyoki. Okay. Oh, if, if Eric so would have been there, if you're Eric would have dude. Weren't you his babysitter? Like basically his babysitter that night. I was. Take yeah. care of him? I, no, I, I think to, no. Yeah, like yeah, I think I, Carlos was assigned to yeah, him that yeah. night. AJ assigned me to to be there why was he out of his mind he oh, oh he, yeah. he had he had wings and a dildo it was interesting okay. but no but he's you know like i mean uh you know kaoki was you know famous and infamous was, i guess you could uh, say one of those new york kids right the new right york party, the party, yeah the party kids yeah that he got passed away yeah he yeah. got passed away yeah and, and, and um, yeah probably one of the craziest stories in the club culture dude oh yeah like with his ex the yeah, yeah alex, killed, yeah, alex yeah. wig or something like that yeah and um and uh and, I mean you have you have what, stories it was about nice. Kiyoki. He was nice. Kiyoki? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he was. Crazy I mean, guy. Well, but also you got to remember that night uh, this is stupid club wars cuz remember they uh who was it that made the flyer that said presenting superstar DJ but he was already booked at, at the club that we worked. Don't you remember that whole crazy shit? I don't. So because he was supposed to play at another club and, and he was supposed I'm to play assuming, at Simon's. At Simon's, I'm yeah, assuming, yeah. He was supposed to play there, and then AJ got him to Brick City, and then they put out a flyer that said, uh, you know, tonight, Superstar DJ. And then, you, you don't remember that crazy shit? I don't. But I could... It was AJ, Fucking AJ fucks everything up. But uh, <laughs> Michael Alec was the kid. Yeah, Michael Alec, yeah. Oh, my but, God. But I'm, yeah, looking, there was, I'm, I'm looking pictures at DJ Kiyoki now, and... He's all tatted up and looks. Oh like no, he had he had like a monster gangster. tattoo, yeah. like of a of a of a of in his back. He has a monster tattoo of a of a guy like in fetal position. But the dude, the, there's like the stories about him, even just at Simon's alone, passing out on the turntables while the music was playing from you know God knows what you know wow. not to not to besmirk uh, Kiyoki's name, but uh, yeah, he was pretty infamous for for you know being a party animal, I guess. Well, I mean. Look, hence why hence, Carlos had a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, because I, I didn't get to enjoy anything until like well, later on in the morning. Yeah. The next day. <laughs> oh, Gainesville. God. Jesus Christ. But uh but no, I, you know it, it's cool that we could say we were we were at the epicenter of, of that scene and the history and you know we were no no pun intended but we were in the mix of all of that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh dude it was look at look at all the people that we got to meet all the great acts that we got to see you know like i mean everywhere from africa bombada to kiyoki you know the mix that was the name of the club in miami beach you remember that oh yeah, yeah. it was the big trance one and then they would release like like the compilations and shit. Mm -hmm. of those yeah. and, and to, and, you know, and to kind of look back and to realize those, you know, a lot of them were our friends. Like, you know, we just mentioned Richard and, and uh, you know, a, a wrist. 
<laughs> a lot of good stories, but there was a few. Uh, yeah, a lot of stories that came out uh, of yeah, there too. Yeah, when, yeah, which will, you'll never hear on this podcast. <laughs> the cool thing is, I, I, I for Gator Grau, we had as is when I brought um, Bambata that one time, and I got to, I got to pick up Bambata from the airport. That was pretty cool. I was I was standing with AJ and I got hugged by Africa Bombada. That was pretty dope too. Oh, you know, but yeah, I, the recent news. I don't think say, yeah, right. that, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> I, I was, I, well, I think I was too old for him anyway. Did, but, did, uh, did he hug a little tighter than than usual? Or no, you were still underage, right? Weren't you like eighteen still up there? No, nineteen. You already turned nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, Gainesville, Gainesville. Good times, great oldies. But uh, but yeah, I, it's look. I, this is one of the funner playlists that we've done. Um, it, it's great background music. It's great music to drive to. Even well, though when you sent it to me on when you said the Friday, early Friday morning, that's the first thing I did. I popped in my car and I had my daughter in my car, yeah. and I was like, I was, and it's you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> she like it. Uh, I mean, she was on her own. World. No, even I, I was surprised because you called me and said, Dude, you know, the playlist was fun. It was good. Yeah, but uh, but it, it it was. Have you heard it yet, Eric? No, no. It, it's it, it's a fun. I've heard it a few times already. Like it, it's it's fun and it flows good. Even like I know. Uh, <laughs> I told Gilbert when Eric throws a curveball, it's gonna be the last song. <laughs> that that's my move. No, but the the alpha the alphaville like you. Yeah, but that was the hardest one to throw in. Yeah, because it's it because you you thought it was the umi. My Umi says. I, I thought it would be the Umi. No, yeah. no, but it was the Alphaville. But that—that's my move. It's uh, yeah. And that's that'll be the last song. The, <laughs> and the, scene. And scene. Yeah, the 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 Halloween episode. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, but no, I it, it's look. You play that music now, and it's still fucking dope. Like the, I saw a meme today that said, "Good music is good music, no matter what year," and that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it was funny because going back to, you know, I told you guys that my buddy Jason was, uh, you know, he stated that well, he shocked the shit out of me. You know, do you, have, do you have planets? I'm like, what the fuck? How do you know that? But when he heard when he heard possession, he's like, dude, that shit's dope. Said, yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> there's not there's not anybody that doesn't listen to that remix and goes, that's fucking good. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. And. That the last, I, the last I would actually love on. to play it for one of our friends, um, Marcel. Get a few drinks in him and just see him go off to this. Oh, I yeah. know he'll probably lose his mind to it. Yeah, dude. Especially I, with the hybrid. Now that there's more than one person in the band. <laughs> I I think I'm just gonna do that every episode. Yeah, put something <laughs> in there that it's like you thought you knew, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. you knew. Yeah. I, I'm still shocked about the Jethro Toll thing that you didn't know that it was the name of the band. No, no, I knew Jethro Toll. The one I didn't know was um, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Yeah, I thought it was just the one guy. Yeah, yeah, JK. But he's he's back in the news. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Fucking we're, guy. We're, we're keeping we're keeping that off the podcast. <laughs> yeah i mean after after we had to uh we had to get eric off the convincing people that that a few episodes ago was the pedophilia show oh my god (laughs) but uh i I can't get but there's nothing like being in prison and having your mom say that he needs to eat organic food right (laughs) again 
We're sorry, we're, bro. We're not discussing that shit here. Don't, don't, don't make me delete this part of the joke. He's a fucking shaman, bro. <laughs> We're talking, we're talking about Kiyoki. We're talking yeah, about Kiyoki. Uh, no, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, bro. It's been a, it's been a rough week, man. Yeah, yeah. dude. Seriously, man. But Wait, uh, 2021. But I will like to leave you with some positive news. Are, you, are we dropping knowledge? I'm dropping some knowledge today, and it's some helpful knowledge. Yeah, where it's not about it's not about hygiene again, is it? Where something as simple <laughs> as leaving a bed unmade during the day can remove moisture from the sheets and mattresses so the mites will dehydrate and eventually die. While we're sleeping, we sweat and shed skin cells, creating a damp and humid environment, humid atmosphere where dust mites thrive. So if you're constantly making your bed every morning, it's okay to leave it unmade at least one or twice, once or twice a week. Make sure to let my wife know. All right. Yeah, I'm guilty well, I, of that too, but I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll at least, oh, you, nice. I'll at least like, leave two days a day where I'll, I'll like kind of like open it so, so light can hit and, and so the mites like can that. die. Yeah, that's Eric's yeah. PSA for the for today for the episode. Um, as I mentioned, City Brewing getting a, a shout out. Yeah, Cigar City, yeah, sponsor hunting, but, <laughs> but uh, oh, hey, are, are we are we allowed to talk about what might happen? About what? In, about Tampa, you're moving to Tampa. Not yet, not yet. Let me let me buy the oh. tickets first. <laughs> let me buy the tickets first. I, I will, we'll say potentially what may happen. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. All right. Okay. So, all right. Um, but, but yeah. But if does if it does happen, but if it does happen, <laughs> we're definitely going to, to cigar. You guys City. already said way too much. <laughs> Uh, I missed I missed that place. I was there for for a day and 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 it was lovely. I lived there for a year, man, and it was Tampa's a good place. Um, so, as, as I mentioned earlier, um, we're gonna do back to back remix episodes. This was dance music. Uh, next week it'll be hip hop, and you know Gilbert's gonna throw some uh, R and B remixes in there. Um, lovers, lovers rock. Oh, well, it's a be a, a bodega, <laughs> bodega Lovers Rock collabo. Let me tell you, you're, the, the hat is a, is a hit. Oh, yeah? And and everybody loves the way I rock it. Thank you. Tell them that they can go to... It just needs to translate to sales. Yeah, tell them that they can go find it on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, DJ G oh. Funk at my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, speak, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of Instagrams, I actually wrote it down because, again, I do a piss poor job of saying that. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, please follow us on uh, the – Jesus Christ. I forgot how I wrote the, the podcast on Instagram. It's the Beat Bodega podcast um, on Instagram. Uh, make sure to follow us. Um, so it, it's, it, it's in existence. I just haven't announced it yet because I want to add more content. But we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, let me add more content, and then I'll, I'll give out more information on it. Um, and we'll we be posting clips, kind of like what we do in Instagram already. That we put some of the some of the highlights of the of the episode. Um, there'll also be, you know, extended extended uh, videos later on. But again, follow Lovers Rock on Instagram. Follow the Beat Bodega Podcast on Instagram. DJG um, Funk MIA. DJG Funk MIA. Uh, follow that guy. Um, 
but you know, kind of to, to wrap this episode up, if if um, you know, there's there's some songs there that aren't breakbeats. I know we kind of focused more on the breakbeat songs. It feels like, but um, you know, this is the time where you want to listen to music that makes makes you feel good, that you enjoy. Uh, this is a playlist like that. Now, possibly, I may have gotten aggressive for the music on the next episode, but Eric Gilbert's going to tone it down with the R and B side. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. Eileen, Eileen, give me a call. Right, and dicing, uh, inciting music. I haven't heard that term since Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there's some songs there that are that are clearly um you know monumental to us and and as we mentioned it, it was kind of cool to grow up um yeah you know what and, and it wasn't just that era we musically we got to grow up in a lot of cool shit during the punk scene in miami during you know the the dance or music or rave scene whatever you want to call it in miami um so this is Part of this is, is going back to our childhood and it's really nostalgic and it was a fun playlist to do. It's a fun playlist to listen to. Uh, as I mentioned, I already heard it a few times. Uh, Gilbert's daughter is now a raver after listening to it. Uh, but, uh, and, and we appreciate that you enjoy the podcast, but enjoy this playlist as well. It, it's, a really, it's a really fun one. Um, but yeah, Gilbert, what do you got? Any parting words? Um, nah, man, just stay safe out there, man. It's kind of I'm still getting a little crazy out there. It's a little wear your mask. Wear your mask, wear a condom. On top of COVID, apparently there's a super gonorrhea going around. Look into it. <laughs> hey, you haven't lived that unless you've had a sexually transmitted disease, right? especially super gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea. What is it? What's the difference? What does it do? Piss on fire. Yeah, you just your fucking dick turns into a roll of toothpaste and it's just goo coming hey, out. How, how about oh, gorillas getting cold? That, now? that was aggressive. Fucking gorillas are safe anymore, man. Uh, and like, well, I how the fuck are gorillas getting COVID? Those are some irresponsible zookeepers, man. As I told you in the text, Eric, this is how it plays out. Gorillas get the COVID. They get the vaccine. They learn how to talk. We've all seen Planet of the Apes. Expect the worst. Hail Caesar. <laughs> Hail Caesar. But uh, all right. So that's that's Gilbert's little PSA. Eric, anything else, brother? Nah, just bite everybody. Keep your heads up, man. We'll get through this together. We'll be we'll be fine. And uh, let us let us uh, be your soundtrack and voice during this time. If you you know, like I said, we <laughs> you can't you will find three three more people qualified. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we have Eileen in our back pocket. If people, if you need to hear somebody that actually knows what the fuck they're talking about, um, but yeah, this this episode um, and the next episode both remake. I also have degrees. I just not licensed, so I, I could be a good listener to it. Just have yeah. to be off the books. I could teach you how. <laughs> <laughs> All I can do is teach you how to cook, and uh, you know, and I could teach you how to read because that's my degree, but. Uh, but yeah, this is this is this was a fun one, guys. Uh, so we're doing hip hop next. Hip hop remixes next, and then the, an, an episode that Gilbert and I are excited about, which will be misunderstood lyrics, would yes. be the one after after the hip hop remix. Um, I have a feeling there will be a lot of debauchery in that one. Oh my uh, gosh! I, I think we're just gonna make up lyrics to make it even worse. Mojón con pelo. 
Mahonko. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right, guys, it's been a fun one. Um, so if you guys need to get your mind off of shit, listen to the playlist, listen to the three most unqualified people to talk. But uh, all right, guys, give us a piece. Give us a peace. Hi, everyone. Give us a peace and love. We haven't heard peace in a while. and love. People. Much love and thank you. Wow, you just got cock blocked by Eric. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, guys. All right. Um, everybody have a good night. Bye, Later, guys. <laughs>